This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. So I remember for the first few years of my business, I was always finding new things that I didn't know were out there. And what's more, I didn't know there was a difference between what I was seeing that was available to help coaches and what was actually out there for entrepreneurs and business owners. So I would see other coaches doing something and thinking, I need to do that because that's a successful coach. It's what they do. But I didn't realize that what most of them were doing was actually business, not coaching. I was watching them and evaluating what I saw based on things that they were doing in their business. I wasn't seeing what they were doing to grow as a coach and build their coaching practice because I was seeing the business side of it. That's what you see. Let's see. Okay. Unless I'm talking about my coaching and actual sessions and practices, or you're one of my clients, then you don't see my coaching practice. You're seeing me share content. You are seeing my website. You are seeing all of these things that have to do with my actual business, but not necessarily my coaching, what I look like in a coaching session, what I sound like as I guide someone into their transformation or greater results, right? You're not seeing my coaching. You're hearing me teach you and you're hearing me encourage you. And you're seeing what I do to actually build my business and to share my offers and to help my clients, my ideal clients find me and start working with me, right? But you're not actually in my coaching. I didn't recognize that in the beginning. I didn't know there was a difference. I didn't understand that some people are coaches that work for other people and they don't have to do anything to build a business. And then there are coaches who are entrepreneurs or coachpreneurs, and they are doing a bunch of things that are different than coaching. It is the business owner mindset and responsibility, right? So wearing all of those hats, I wasn't able to see that in the beginning. And I want to help you understand the difference between these things And that's why I'm doing this entire gardening series episode, like all of this is to help you see a lay of the land, right? To see all of the possibilities and know when to do what and how your coaching is the most important part of everything you're doing. Because you working with clients, doing what you're called to do, that's the most important part. Your business so that you can help cultivate offers know your audience and make make offers to them so that you can help them get results. That is the next layer of it. And there is so much that you could waste your time and money and energy on. So this all of this gardening series is to actually help you understand where to start, where to stay simple, how to grow later. And today we're talking about multiplying the good fruit that you have developed in and growing this first tree of coaching and starting your business. But when you want to add trees to the garden, add trees to the landscape, there there's processes to do that. And I 
I used to go buy courses and do things I didn't need to do simply because I didn't know where the line was drawn between coaching and business ownership, and I wasn't clear about what was for coaches and what was for coachpreneurs. So I bought a lot of courses on creating courses, on developing an email workflow when I had no email list built, on creating funnels. I didn't even know what a funnel was. I didn't know what I needed it for, but there are some people out there that tell you you have to have them. (laughs) And I didn't know when I had to have them, but I'm telling you, you don't need a funnel until much later. But none of those actually taught me what I needed to know about becoming a coach with a great offer who could communicate it clearly and confidently. So my main goal was to find clients to coach, but I didn't know how to do that. I knew I could go door to door, try to find networking events locally. I could pay for ads online with money I didn't make yet. I could waste myself chasing social media algorithms, but I knew none of these things were me. They weren't solid options for who I am and how I wanted to operate. So I'm going to tell you that none of the things I bought ever helped me make money. None of them. There was one course I took that helped me get clarity about my podcast And that's what put me into organic marketing um, through long form content creation. That made a ton of difference in my business because my business is online as opposed to, you know, having a brick and mortar office or having a product that somebody can sell that I can go someplace and actually put it in front of them. So that content is the S on the Sokoka tree that I talked about in episode 192. It's the sharing. Okay. That's the communication, the marketing, letting people know who you are, educating them, encouraging them, inviting them into your ecosystem. You have to find a way to share what you know with the world. And then on top of that, you have to do it in a way that creates the greatest reach. And social media is not the greatest reach. It's one-to-one instead of one-to-many. And long-form content is one-to-many. You create one thing. It is you speaking to many, many people over years because they can always come back and find that. Whereas social media is one-to-one. It's just you putting one thing in front of one person and likely they're going to scroll past it. So who cares if they follow you, if they never buy from you, if they never actually want anything else that you give them. So when you can't pay for the ads in social media and like a really highly meaningful way, and even then, You don't actually have to spend all that time and money on ads. There are plenty of strategies that get the right people into your ecosystem with even inside of social media that does not include paid ads. And we're going to, we'll talk about that one day, not today. It's not, not at the right stage. So let's dig into the difference between coaching and growth and business options. So we began talking about them in episode 194 with the mature fruit but focusing on scalability helps you serve more people, keep your prices lower for those who are still kind of in a process coming into your ecosystem and relieves some of the filled time on your calendars if you're doing, when and if you're doing a lot of one-to-one coaching. And you might find that you don't want to continue doing a lot of one-to-one coaching at some point, at least not to the degree where you started out. So you have a couple of options. One of them is courses, which lets you create a lower price point for people who need it and also lets them learn at their own pace. And another would be um, like group group coaching, like a mastermind group even, 
So the difference between these is that coaching actually helps you serve others, begin making money, learn what you know, cultivate your expertise, and find out what your people really need to get them the transformation and the results that they're looking for. Courses and group coaching, however, that helps you create passive income down the road and uses your expertise to serve more people with less time put into it. So you create a course with the knowledge and the experience you have so many more people can benefit from it all at once. Another piece of courses and group coaching is that you can do a lot more teaching inside of them. And you might not always be coaching when you do group coaching. And when you do a course, you're actually a teacher or a trainer, not necessarily a coach. So remember, you're only coaching when you have a breathing client in front of you who is a major part of the conversation. (laughs) Otherwise, likely you're teaching your training and you need to coach before you do courses and group coaching so you don't waste your time thinking you know exactly what people want and need without ever working with them. If you jump straight into course creation without experience with actual breathing clients, you do an injustice for both of you. So for starters, you work against yourself because you create it based solely on what you know for you. And secondly, you work against the clients because you create it without them and then you go tell them they need it. But in truth, how do you know they need it? You never ask them because you never worked with them. You're taking it out of your head. So don't do that. Don't skip the very, very important process of actually coaching people and asking a lot of really good questions. The next thing is doing webinars and launches. And if you've heard anything, if you've been on social media and you've spoken near your phone that you have a business (laughs) or you're a coach, then you know you're seeing ads on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else telling you that you can promote your offer and make so much more money and all of these things, um, all these things you can learn to do by simply clicking on any of the thousands of offers out there. <laughs> and there are a ton of people willing to help you figure it out for a, for a cost, of course. I'm encouraging you not to go that direction in the beginning. Wait until you're multiplying your fruit in a later stage of your business growth. Webinars and live launches are, they are like a, uh, they are a, an animal completely separate. <laughs> They are online business owner options, but they are not required, not for you to start and begin to grow your coaching business. So do not get hijacked and start doing these kinds of things till you're ready. And you have to know who you're talking to. If you no, let's say when you start sharing content to grow and educate and encourage your audience, then you get to know these people and you're able to to later offer a webinar or do a live launch of an offer you have because you have people who are listening or watching or reading. But if you're just starting out and there's no people out there, who would you launch an offer to or do a webinar for? It's it's pointless. So therefore, until you have an audience, you don't need to pay other people to teach you how to do these things. First things first, friends, like don't buy stuff like this to buffer with thinking that if you do this, well, it, it's a procrastination from doing the hard thing in front of you that scares the snot out of you. You know, if, if you need to be coaching people, but you're afraid of coaching people, 
That's how it's supposed to feel. It's scary. You've never done it before. So go do it and then keep doing it and you will have done it and you won't be so scared anymore. Congratulations. Next thing is adding social channels. That is another multiplying fruit stage addition. Okay. That's something you do later. I highly suggest building out long form content like video channels, podcasts, and blogs first, and choosing only one social media platform. If you're going social media route, if you're doing it at all, only pick one where you think most of your audience hangs out. Take snippets from your long form content, then turn them into short form snacks that you can use on social media. So you're not wasting your time coming up with things to post on social media because you're creating long form content that is one to many and it is out there forever and you own it. Instead of spending all of your brain energy creating these little snacks on social media that you no longer own and honestly, they're gonna disappear. But only start with one social media platform. There is just not a reason to try to be everywhere. Your ideal audience is not on every platform and you don't need to waste your time chasing it all. You've got bigger fish to fry and greater things to do. Next thing is adding content platforms. That's another later game to play. So for example, I started out with a podcast. Then I began adding transcripts of my podcast to the blog, the Christian Life Coach blog on my website. So it's readable and findable through like search engine optimization or SEO. It didn't make sense to turn my podcast into a blog when I first started though. And why? Because I didn't need to spend extra time and money on creating transcripts. I just needed to create content and work with people. Now that the all of that's in process and I've stepped into transcribing all of the podcasts into blog posts, then the next stage for me is I could add a YouTube channel if I wanted. I don't want, but I could. After my blog is settled and streamlined, I could go do that. Writing a book, an ebook, um, something to put on Amazon, that is likely something that's on my list down the road. One that that's something that allows you and other people to get my content easily on Amazon, read it on Kindle, download it, whatever. But again, I would never have started with that because it wouldn't have made sense. And I, I didn't know what I know now, and I didn't have the necessary clarity about my audience that I would have needed in order to write a book about something you really need. The next thing is adding team members. And I'm going to say, you don't need that in the beginning. You can do a lot of this on your own. And I wouldn't until you're, you're making money, enough money to really sew back into your business and start cultivating all your systems and processes, all of your branches of the Sokoka tree, right? And then you would start with what I would suggest is starting with an intern. If you have a course, if you have, um, group coaching, or maybe you just have a client, you can trade something. You can ask somebody, would you like to intern for me and find a role inside of your business of things that you already have a a SOP for standard operating process procedure, um, something that you already know how to do it. You can teach somebody how to do it and it's not going to get into your books. It's not going to get into things that are private. You don't want other people touching right now. You could allow an intern, you, you know, you trade them. They work a certain amount of hours for you. 
in exchange for access or lower cost to a course that you have or a program or coaching, that would help you get a couple of things off of your plate, especially things like social media, find somebody who can do that, trade it out, let them intern, um, or kind of it's a barter system. And if not that, then a virtual assistant, Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. That's a place you can find a lot of virtual assistants. There's some really great people. Um, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But again, a virtual assistant isn't somebody you need early on. You don't want to bring somebody else in until you know what needs to get done and you know how to how you want it done. That way you bring somebody in and you teach them. Or if it's something that you don't know how to do and you hire somebody from Fiverr, like a virtual assistant to do this specific task because they do know how to get it done, you have to make sure that they give you the SOP for it, that they lay out exactly how they did it, how they set it up and teach you how to do it so that when they're no longer your virtual assistant or the project is done, you know how to pick it up and carry it and you can pass it on to somebody else. Another option is, you know, you're going to grow into needing somebody to do your books or have somebody who is an actual assistant to you, checks your emails, does your social, things like that, and team members that help you get really specific things done as you grow your business. But I'm telling you, it's probably a couple of years in before you even start doing something like that. So to recap, I'm telling you to stay simple and streamlined in your growth process, that adding courses and group coaching and webinars, live launches, social media channels, more content platforms, and team members are all part of multiplying your fruit trees. There are ways to plant more trees. And to be honest, you simply just don't need another tree to take care of. That, you know, the first tree is the most important one and still needs your intense care and attention. You need to focus on that one which is the next episode's topic, One Tree Focus. So I really want to help you see what is possible, what's necessary, and what is wise. So you don't waste your time and energy and money doing things that you don't need to do yet, or maybe even ever. <laughs> and Lamentations 3, 25 and 26 says that the Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. And it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. So I want this to be a reminder of being patient for your growth, being committed to playing the long game and following the Lord's leading in your business because he is the best CEO there is and you can trust his process and his timing. And I'll let you know that next Tuesday, the niche clarity course is going to be available at only $99 right now. So make sure to grab that as soon as possible. And that's going to help you cultivate your core message to figure out your niche, craft a great coaching offer and get started. So the link will be in the show notes, or you can go to sterlingandstonementoring.com forward slash niche clarity course. And yeah, we're going to see you in the next episode where we're talking about the one tree focus. I want to really help you get dialed in and stay focused so that you can get, you can get the greatest results in starting your business. All right. Have a great day. I hope that you love this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. 
If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.